You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review. It's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands. Because Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. Don't go outside because it's gross and icky. Quarantine quickies, bleak and review. Kevin Anderson still don't know how to start a show. I gotta have like some cool catchphrase or something. Some like bleak and review podcast. It's you're listening to it. How's you? How's your hammer hanging? We're gonna talk about it, and it's all good. I don't think that's gonna stick, but hey, what do you know? We're we're still we're still workshopping the catchphrase. Uh, we got a we got a couple writers on it. You know they're they're hunkering down. Oh God, this is going to be a bad. This is going to be a short intro because it's going to be bad because I've just been talking for two and a half hours on podcast related things like on Unpops, and then I recorded this episode's interview back to back, and now I'm doing this, and I think I'm almost out of words. Uh, <laughs> uh, and also, I I'm still I think I feel better now, but I I got. I had my weekly, oops, I got too drunk night two nights ago. I still kind of feel the residual effects. Not really. I will say that my my day after, my Wednesday, was incapacitated to say the least. Two days ago on the day I'm recording this was May 5th, which is a very shitty anniversary for me. It's the, uh, it's the That would be four years since my dad passed away. And uh, Facebook was kind enough to remind me of that. So I was kind of, you know just kind of ruminating on that. It's one of those things of like anyone who's gone through any substantial amount of loss in their life will probably agree that it all, it never like feels like it's in the past and it's done and you're over it. It just, you just get more used to it. And it's a confusing feeling because it was such a traumatic thing, but it's like four years now. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, I have to, it, it happened and I still acknowledge that it happened, but I don't know how else to process it other than just kind of being sad all day. Uh, (laughs) uh, But to make light of it, I did go on Twitter and I gave a little commemorative post because I said, if if my father were still alive today, he would have been 69. Nice. Because, you know, you got to be, you got to be funny. You got to deflect any, any real emotion when you're a comedian. And then I immediately, like one second after got tweeted, retweeted by some bot called NiceBot that says, I retweet most things with 69 in it. So my life was the biggest parody of itself imaginable. Uh, everything I do is stupid and frivolous. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one of those things I got. I was on a, I was hanging out with some people on a Google Hang, and I forgot to eat dinner and just kept drinking, and uh, just trying to you know not think about things and just riff and stuff. And uh, really, really caught up to me the point where I just ghosted the call. I'm pretty sure I was just like, oh, I'm too drunk, and I just hung up. And I did the hackest shit ever. I fucking fell asleep on my couch. Like, who does that? That's like old sitcom shit. Like, nobody actually... Well, I guess people do, because I did it. And I woke up at like 6 a.m. on the couch. I was just like, oh, no. I did the thing that I haven't done in so long. I don't think I've passed out anywhere besides my bed by, like, accident. Like, sometimes I've intentionally gone to sleep on the couch just because I would want to. But I think the last time I fell asleep somewhere by accident must have been maybe seven years ago when I got really drunk at some UCLA party that my friend took me to when I first moved to LA and I got home and I threw up in my toilet and passed out on the floor of my bathroom. That was, uh, 
that wasn't a high point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be almost done with this intro. I don't really want to talk much right now. Uh, also, like, so sad about that. And then the Ahmad Arbery shit, just another black guy who got shot by a bunch of racist assholes, one of which is like a couple years older than me, like definitely my peer, a millennial. Uh, so, you know, when you, when you think about like, oh, we just got to wait for all the old racists to die off. No, no, no. This guy, this guy could have been in my, in my high school class. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's a young guy and he helped, uh, facilitate murder. And as far as I can tell, I, I haven't really looked into it because of don't want to be sad, but I'm pretty sure that the, 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 the court, the case got dropped and there's self-defense or stand your ground or whatever bullshit that is. Uh, yeah, it's not murder apparently, even though this shit happens all the fucking time and it's not my place to, to really speak on it. I, I mean, it is cause it's frustrating, but I, I, the day of, I kind of like when the video came out, I was kind of just trying to read what my black friends were saying and share the things that they were saying instead of putting my feelings out there just because I mean, that's who we should be listening to. Cause the amount of fucking comment sections that I happened upon where somebody would be like, well, we all need to come together as a thing. Don't, it's not all white people. It's like, all right, just don't just fucking don't. It's 2020 society's on the verge of collapse. Like don't bring that shit back. All lives matter. Whatever the fuck you stand for, you fucking asshole. Uh, this is a comedy podcast still, by the way. Um, and you'll, you'll find that out soon because this is a very fun episode. Um, the one thing I do want to say about, I did post a thing that was, you know, I was very stoned and it's very sanctimonious of me and kind of dumb, but I, it was just a thing of like, Hey, if you're white, maybe shut up for 24 hours and let other people, you know, speak their, their, their truths. And then I said, you know, so I, I mentioned the word, the phrase POC in my post, like let your POC friends uh, have their voices, you know, dominate the sphere for a moment just because they're more important to listen to right now. And then some white guy <laughs> that I barely know who's like 50 or 60 or something uh, in the comments is just like, what is POC? And I don't think it was like trying to be trolly. I think it was genuinely a question. And I just didn't even have the, I had no goodwill in my body to actually explain it just because I was like, this is what people are talking about like fucking minority groups are talking about when they're like, I'm sick of having to spoon feed you. Like you could Google POC and you'll find out real quick, but you have to put it on me. Another white guy, by the way, to define it for you. I don't know. It's just, it's, I could see how that shit, if that's done for your whole life is the most frustrating shit in the world. So, you know, my heart's out there. My heart's out there with you. It's way out there, dude. I'm stoned. Uh, yeah, I'm done with the intro. Don't worry. You don't have to listen to me be fucking, grumpy anymore uh, because this is a very good episode. Coming up here, uh, we have some sponsored content from the Parent uh, provided to us by Cindy Aravina, friend of the show, certainly friend of the network, pure delight. Uh, so we're going to hear some sponsored content there. And then uh, after the break, my old pal Andy Sell is on the line and uh, you know him, you love him. He's a network staple. We had a, a great chat. I hadn't talked to him in a while outside of text messaging, and it was great to catch up with him and kind of, we vented a bunch to about the kinds of things that are annoying us because we both have rage issues, and we had, we had a lot of laughs and a lot of feelings, I'll say. So without further ado, we're going to go to a quick break here on Bleak and Review. We shall return with Andy Sell in this quarantine quickie.
Times are tough. Many people just like you are working from home with children to look after. Maybe you never realized how awful they are until now. They smell, they talk too much. Jason, Jason told me he could put fire ants in his nose and so I... And worst of all, they're not bringing in any money. Don't you wish there was a way to make sure your kids didn't cause any trouble and you could focus on making your billionaire boss as much money as possible? Help me help you. Introducing the parent. Disguised as a friendly parrot, this motion sensor activated device will do all the parenting you simply can't. Never repeat yourself again. This handy device will play your most berating rants to your children with crystal clear sound. They'll have no idea it's not you talking. I told you to knock it off with the roughhousing. Parented. It's simple. Just get fired up, record your lecture, nag, or outright bemoaning, and let the backseat parenting begin. Use it for virtually any situation. Kids won't clean their room. If I come in your room and see a single toy on the floor, I'm going to make sure you never leave the house after this is all over. Parented. <laughs> Teenagers constantly breaking social distancing rules. I'm going to delete all of your school assignments so you'll never get to graduate high school. Parented. <laughs> Our patent-pending pass agrotechnology delivers just the right amount of guilt-inspiring inflections and disappointed undertones in your speech, so your kids will finally learn their lessons. Don't directly instill fear into their hearts. Let the parent do it for you. For just three easy payments of $19.95, your kids will never get away with anything again. Warning, the parent will not do your child's homework or raise your IQ. If left with parent too long, your child may exhibit signs of resentment towards you or become a murderer. Parent Industries does not accept responsibility for future incidents involving your child. For all your parenting troubles, the answer is a parent. <laughs> All right, it's a wrap on the Parrot VO. Uh, somebody kill the Parrot, and uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Huh? <laughs> no, absolutely. We got to reopen the brain. Reopen the brain. <laughs> okay. That was the thing I texted you about because uh, you were you were on a uh, on an Andy Cell kick uh, yelling about you know the as I've been calling them anti maskers which I think is a fair uh, fair description <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. you encapsulated a lot of the things that I was feeling as well and so I took my feelings and then added your tweets and then made a rap out of it. <laughs> oh shoot! I still haven't listened to it. I know I'm ba- a, b- a bad friend. No, that's okay. Uh, I, 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 just, I don't I, listen to I, anything. I was, I was listening to a lot of Marilyn Manson yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You, so you, that's, uh, and by the way, we are back here on Bleak and Review. I am Kevin Anderson, joined by uh, my guest today for this episode, Andy Sell. But I want to get right into hi. this. Uh, uh, hi, Andy. It's good to talk hi. to you. Mm-hmm. Is it? <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. If it is, maybe it's not good for you to be talking to no, me. No, I mean but... it's. I mean, I like it's good on my end. I just don't know how anyone in the world feels about encountering me anymore. <laughs> so, well, there is that thing. I was talking to uh, Andrew Polk about this. Uh, he name drop. Uh, he was like, <laughs> and he... <laughs> I listen, "Did you? I just listened to his, uh, his. Yeah, his thing. I wish I was dead." Uh, yeah, was, maybe that's where it was because we were texting and then I was listening to his podcast after. Uh, but he was talking about the uh, 
like the never what do you what do you want when you say how are you doing like i have no answer for you other than i'm yeah this is still shitty <laughs> mm-hmm. i had a i used to have a bit about that about how i couldn't I couldn't work in an office because specifically because of that. How are you doing question? Yeah. I could never, I could never, I didn't know it was just a social cue. I, I thought it was a real question my whole life. Yeah. And it's like, so, oh, you want the real shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I can't do that bit anymore because that's just, uh, it's not special anymore. Everybody feels that way all the time. Now there's yeah. no other, I saw a friend of mine on Twitter. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> a friend of mine the other day tweeted that they've been asking how was today yeah to people which i think is a good little workaround um yeah because like, yeah like, how are you doing is just like what are you kidding me it's like oh i'm actually one of the one percent i never told you this before but i'm doing great <laughs> yeah in which case you don't want to communicate that to someone because you will be murdered yeah <laughs> dragged out of your house and beaten with stones yeah. rightly so but um, Andy, you were talking about you're going through a Marilyn Manson phase right now. Have you had like distinct phases throughout all this where you're like, I'm just absorbing this kind of media like a bunch like at a time? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what it was. I just I just decided to listen to some Marilyn Manson. Uh, I think I got like a part of an old Marilyn Manson song, like pre antichrist superstar, like back, like portrait of American family era. I got something like a part of a song stuck in my head. and was just like, you know what? Let's, let's see if I can listen to that song and exercise it a little bit. And then uh, next thing I know, it's just like, I've been listening to Marilyn Manson for 38 minutes <laughs> and I can't, and like, I can't listen to any other music. Right. So I haven't listened to your song yet, which I I will. That's fine. No, that's fine. I will. I mean, it's, I, it, I it's said... important to be honest with each other. Of course. And you can tell me <laughs> that you can tell me that you hate my music. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt that's what I have to say. Yeah, it's just been it's been a a fun project though to like because I mean I have a roommate, but you know Richard, and he he likes to keep to himself a lot. So I'm kind of just in my room all the time playing around with my microphone and audacity and just like, let's see what's going to fall out of my head this time. And maybe it's influenced by uh, an Andy cell tweet. Maybe it's influenced by, uh, <laughs> you know, who knows? It's, it's very of the moment, which means it's never going to be finished and I'm never going to be able to put it out because yeah, I always yeah. got to add more feelings to it. Well, either I'm flattered or I apologize, whichever, <laughs> whichever your- is needed. <laughs> What was your roast joke for me a long time ago at the Mouthy Pants roast? Uh, you said God. something about white rappers was, shouldn't, and Kevin just sh- shouldn't do anything. I think it was, it was no, I think it was something like Kevin Anderson further proof that white rappers shouldn't. And I don't. <laughs> it was something like that, you know. I don't remember. I was that was I was still drinking back then. Oh yeah, yeah. You. I mean, I've, uh, I've, I don't know if we've talked about it ex- ex- on the podcast ever, but I my still first- feel bad about what I said to to your roommate that night wait what did you say i don't remember but i know it was i know it was mean and it was probably very rude i'm sure it was i'm sure sure it was i'm sure he thinks about it a little bit less than you do (laughs) (laughs) well that's comforting how uh 
uh, yeah, it's pr- it's probably good that you've been sober for a minute before all of this happened because I've never <laughs> I've never drank more, man. I've been yeah. I, another thing I was talking to Polk about is like I got I I fucking I might have talked about this in the intro. Who knows? But I drank and passed out on my couch accidentally like a hack, like. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's so lame. Like it's not even that's not even cool or interesting. That's like an old TV show thing. Well, you're what like twenty seven? I'm twenty nine. I'll be thirty next month. Oh, okay. So it is a problem. <laughs> uh, well, I was just gonna say that's about standard for that. I yeah, mean, that's that's what you do. That's what I was. I mean, I did that a lot in my late twenties, but I was working an office job. So right. it was like that's what you did was you you came home you got shit faced you fell asleep on the oh 100 percent and then you sometimes show up to work drunk the next day yeah yeah and then yeah. and then you and you somehow are a supervisor and you're like hey this this makes sense as corporate America goes <laughs> I'm I'm you a know, supervisor for people who are twice my age just because uh, I I went to college and so <laughs> but I'm also showing up drunk after having been shit faced at my own long beach comedy show the night before and i sleep in the break room (laughs) yeah good stuff yeah offices aren't so good for that um, no for that kind of behavior you want to know it was a great job for that well uh movie theater projectionist oh i can imagine i drank at work a lot of the time um that job man and now i just realized that that job doesn't exist anymore Right, it's all just it's all digital. So there's no it's, you well, don't it's have all, it's, it's all like digital. DJs. Yeah, and there's about to not be movie theaters. So right. So it's like the one area of expertise I have, movie theater operations. Like that's just gone. It's that'll like you're never, really it, that'll never be a thing again. It's like you're really good at a uh, uh, at sta- You're a really good stage producer for vaudeville. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, I'm a whiz with a Corona typewriter. I can. <laughs> you know what? Didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about that. The Smith Corona typewriter. Uh, didn't even think about Corona. Didn't even make that connection in my head when I started saying it. I mean, you think it's a coincidence? Hashtag pandemic. <laughs> Holy shit! I here's how disconnected I am from social media today. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I see, like, just suddenly the uptick in the amount of people posting stuff of, like, long Facebook treatises on uh, misinformation and propaganda and conspiracy theories. And I'm I'm like, oh, man, what happened? Something very specific happened, and I missed it, and I am not going to Google it. Yeah, it's one of those things, and you probably have the same experience where it's like you're only seeing people's reactions to it because nobody in your sphere is actively sharing that kind well, of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's been the case for me for a while. I've curated my social media feeds to the point where, like, I'm only ever seeing the backlash to the backlash of something. Totally, like, I'm never totally. actually seeing the ground level, like, initial thing, and then I'm not even seeing the initial response. I'm seeing. So it's, I don't no idea. Like, and there's none of this. They keep, I keep seeing like pronouns being used for a person, but no proper nouns. Like, so I have, yeah. So I don't know who did the thing everyone's talking about. And I refuse to find out. Right. You don't want that in your search history. It's gotta be Taylor Swift, right? Like that's who, (laughs) like, 
<laughs> I think so. Because I've been so. seeing Taylor Swift or James Woods. I don't know. So, well, yeah, James Woods. Oh my god, how's how's he still alive? Honestly, yeah, good god. <laughs> honestly. Uh, yeah, I feel from all I've all I've gathered because I'm in a similar situation with Plandemic is that it's kind of like uh, uh, the anti-maskers uh, loose change, you know, or zeitgeist uh, or whatever fucking topical like like conspiracy doc that's floating around probably on YouTube or something. And then there's like yeah. a rebuttal video like it's a fucking rap battle. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, pro- made by somebody who's who's probably very stable. I'm my sure, my buddy I'm Josh sure. Green Josh Greenberg shared a meme he made where it was uh, one of those protesters who had a sign that says I have a Hoobastank tattoo I regret but yeah. I think we should <laughs> shut down. <laughs> it's like just I, the worst. I saw that. Yeah. Like if Fox Racing hats could be a person, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which man. is maybe a very Northern California reference, but I stand by it. <laughs> I think it. I think it works. I think it yeah. checks out. I mean, monster it's like energy. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, I I yeah I don't know, I don't I haven't seen this pandemic video. I don't know yeah. what is going on. I I'm not going to. I I was yeah. in. We went to the we went to the grocery store today, and I I've been in the grocery store maybe four times yeah. since this whole thing started. Since what? Jesus Christ, mid March. Yeah, I think it's almost. We're coming up on sixty days pretty soon. Uh. So I've been to the grocery store like four times in that space. Today was one of those times. And uh, there's a guy in there. Uh, bandana. Not actual mask. Just bandana. Right. Just loose and cloth. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just, of course, not above his chin. <laughs> Why would it be? Why would it be? Why would, he, wants to look, he wants to look like a fucking his family's little golden retriever. That's why he's got the bandana on. He is a good boy. Yeah, he's he's going to play in his folk punk band later this afternoon. That's why <laughs> that's why he's got that on. He's gonna do a, a cover of Ghost of Tom Joad. Ronald Reagan Jihad. Yeah. <laughs> that's a deep cut uh, reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. Ram ramshackle glory hole um <laughs> he's just but he and it's not like this guy's not he's it's he's not because he it's he's in the store he's shopping and it's not because he can't afford a mask you know what i mean like this dude yeah. like he looked at he looked like about he's not older than you you know <laughs> he's not he's mid he's mid to late 20s mustache uh, and like not like how when I had a mustache, but like a like it's cute. Yeah, he's um, got a he's got a, a mustache that uh, is a very cultivated, direct uh, idea. Yeah, yeah, and it's and clearly it's because he's in quarantine. You know, quote unquote. I'm sure this guy doesn't actually acknowledge the quarantine. I'm no, sure he goes to parties. Like, he sure no, he's like he's, he's probably my neighbor who keeps having parties. <laughs> he has not missed a Starbucks morning once <laughs> in the last 60 days. He has gone for his, he's gone for his Starbucks every morning. And he really uh, rifles through all the, the pastries, uh, oh the prepackaged God, pastries before he picks his. Yeah. So this dude, he's wearing open toed sandals <laughs> in the group, which pandemic or no, don't do that. Don't leave the, the 10 blocks from your house. Don't leave your, your general house area with yeah. sandals on. Yeah. Uh, 
During pandemic, sandals, open toes, fucking bandana uh, uh, below his mouth. So not, and then he pulled it up. He pulled it up at one point when he walked by. uh, When he walked by us, and uh, only pulled it up to his upper lip. So his nose still, still free balling. Oh, that thing you sneeze out of. (laughs) Yeah, the thing. The the other thing with two holes in your face that the viruses can enter (laughs) and escape from. But I like that he pulled it up like a little nod to you, like, oh, don't worry, I'm yeah, taking this like, seriously. Like, look, I'm, look at me making an effort. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I ought to murder you right now. Uh, dude, dude, it's crazy. And, and then he, you know what he was buying? <laughs> two, two items. Two things. Because he got in line. Then this, this altercation happened in an aisle of the store. Okay. And then, and then he comes up. By behind us, and in line to check out, and he's got two friggin' items. I wish I had paid attention to what they were. I did. I just saw him put two things on the conveyor belt. That's One of them it. was definitely five hour energy. <laughs> no, you, you know what? I think I think it was um, it was like a like a cleaning product, maybe a sponge or something. I don't know. <laughs> a loan sponge. Yeah, and it's just like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You shouldn't. <laughs> Just nothing about what you're doing is okay right yeah. now. Um, so yeah, him and his anti-masking buddy. Every, basically, everybody that comes to the Studio City, uh, Studio City Farmer's Market every Sunday right. uh, is going to die. Everyone that comes, <laughs> they're all going to die. Yeah. Are, are people in your – because we're, we're like a few neighborhoods away from each other. Are people – a lot of people in my neighborhood are just not even – where and like sometimes when I'm walking to the store, I might pull it down to have a cigarette if there's nobody on the street. But like I have it on me, and there's so many people still just and these aren't like just like homeless people. These are just people who are walking around like going places and stuff, and they just nope. I like they they couldn't be bothered, and it's yeah. just kind of no, it's they very just surprising. Don't give a shit. No, yeah. I, look, the homeless people in Studio City I, it, I, that I've seen, it looks like they're like taking more fucking precautions, obviously yeah. because they're the ones. That are, you know what I mean? They're the people that our society just absolutely doesn't give a shit about. Yeah, no one's going to help them if they catch No a one's helping them whatsoever. But guess what, America? We're all going to be them real soon. Like, f- every industry is going away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you like, were talking about that earlier. Like, the, the movie theater thing. I did see uh, – what was it? Uh, was it the uh, – uh, I can't remember which, which chain it was. But they were, like, genuinely like, we might not be here by the end of this. Yeah, I mean, there's Cine- a bunch Cinemark, of that. maybe? Cinemark, uh, I know Regal and AMC are in a fight with uh, with with this with one of the studios right now, um, because of because of the uh, the new like there one of the studios I can't remember which one said that that after even after this is sorted out, which spoiler alert, not looking likely. Yeah, um, <clears throat> they're gonna continue releasing their their first run features on digital with theatrical so like they're they're revamping day and day and date agreements again and the the theater chains are like nope fuck you we're done and i think it's really fun because it's like a nice little argument that they're having literally over window dressing on the titanic like, <laughs> like they're li- like these two powerful entities are in a fight, and it's like you know, like nobody is gonna remember any of your names. Yeah, that's very when, true. When we're when we're killing each other over water, 
And security <laughs> hornets. <laughs> security hornets. That one I'm not too worried about because I saw a guy get stung by one of those on one of those cool YouTube channels where guys get stung <laughs> by things. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know those you know those channels where the guy's like what's up motherfuckers today i found a bullet ant i'm gonna shove it down my dick hole like <laughs> man we're in the wrong line we're in the wrong <laughs> industry that's what i was thinking that's i was talking about that on a patreon episode this week where i was just like man those guys like i don't hate on the hustle i just wish we could be better as a as a species but i guess that's where uh, the money is but I uh, the murder, tell the, him <laughs> he doesn't have to get bitten by a by something awful <laughs> maybe he does maybe he does you know what who am i to judge maybe that's the only way that a person can feel alive sometimes yeah if, if i if i couldn't get stiff unless i let you know a piranha nibble on my toes then like you know i'm gonna embrace that yeah you're gonna stick your you're gonna stick the little piggies in the fucking amazon i get it <laughs> if that's still a thing when this is all over <laughs> yeah i mean the river no absolutely not uh if rainforest, no, absolutely not. Company, uh, they're going to be doing great. <laughs> With all of this in mind, all of this frustration, because God, can we I put think- some mar- some of these murder hornets in Jeff Bezos's dickhole? <laughs> can we do that? I want to see that. That's the sounding porn I want. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't he one of those guys? Oh man, I, yeah that that that's a good. Uh, Top five people I hope catch coronavirus. That's a good. That's a good uh, yeah, right. uh, game we could play right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is the. That's oh, that's great. That's the new American pastime. Uh, we'll watch yeah, the you, Korean baseball, but while we're watching it, we're going to be texting each other. Hey, how, what, Jeff Bezos? No, 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 no. Elon one. Musk. Mitch Elon McConnell. Musk is in my death pool. <laughs> oh my, absolutely. No, Elon Musk's baby in front. Oh of right, that what a, um, what a, that whole thing topical, but still. Uh, God, it's I just feel like, so awful saying that. Delete, no, delete that. Delete no, no, no. Me. I know Please, what you mean, Daddy. Delete me. <laughs> delete me, Daddy. I don't want to <laughs> kill babies, Daddy. <laughs> uh, me and my me and my wife Grimes. <laughs> Oh my god! Every time I see a headline that says Elon Musk and Grimes, I just think of a, <laughs> I think of they like a fucking. Like, po- they sound like like they sound like Musk and Grimes. It literally sounds like like a 1960s something like American International Pictures horror movie release of like story about Burke and Hare. You know? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Musk but, and Grimes I mean, is how you describe fucking pioneer sex is <laughs> <laughs> the original names for uh, rosencrantz and gildenstern when the characters when the characters only role in hamlet was to smash their dicks together <laughs> i knew him horatio a man of <laughs> infinite checks <laughs> it's yeah that whole thing but yeah every time i see that shit man i swear like elon musk and grimes i'm like what pokemon trainer from the fucking poison gym is this like grimes is gonna turn into grimes turns into musk right that's the trajectory of the pokemon evolution uh well they're both ways they're both things that you would use to describe uh you know like not just they're not adjectives but they are uh like you things you find things yeah they're they're sensory details (laughs) 
very abhorrent ones at that. Yeah, and they're not sensory details about anything you like. It's like about like someone says, "Give me two sensory details to describe a corpse." <laughs> Musk and Grimes. Oh, absolutely. They should reproduce. And then the toe tag on it is the fucking letters. That's the name of their kid. Like <laughs> <laughs> subject X, A, E, whatever the fuck. Uh, did you see her uh, tweet? No, I don't this, think so. I don't I follow. Grimes. I hate again. I don't either. I hate that. I know this People <laughs> screen cap stuff. It shows up in my no, I get it. thing. Um, this is again, like this is one of those things where like, I wish I didn't know this. Right, I, like true, like you know, I'm happy that I don't know what the fuck people are talking about when they're talking about whatever this pandemic thing is. I'm happy that I don't know that. I am sad that I do know this. Grimes tweeted this whole thing about why they named the baby that, and then Elon Musk, and this is like right after she delivered. Right, so she's Elon, already popping off on Twitter. Yeah, Elon Musk asks her. Mm-hmm. With an actually about one of the facts regarding why the child is named this password. <laughs> he actually is his own, the mother of his child. He mansplains it. He reply guys right in there. <laughs> and she responds with, oh, you're right. Like, sorry. Sorry, I'm babe. Sed- I'm sedated and have just come out of surgery. <laughs> What a bunch of bullshit. Their story is going to end in like a global tragedy. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything right now is the most insane version of any kind of life I've known in my 29 years. There's no there's no filter. There's no comedy. There's no there's no science fiction. There's only hip hop and horror. Yeah, we we have hit. That's it. That's all there is. Really? Because we've mean, hit we've hit time wave zero. Totally. It's it's really weird. And like this is something I've been asking a lot of my guests, but I really want to specifically ask you because of this uh, you're one of the most passionate people I know, and I love that about you. And you oh, feel a God. lot for you feel a lot forever. And this isn't like me trying to be like a douche. I'm genuinely saying, like, what how do you not just because I will all right, I'll, I'll preface this with I uh, woke up in a murderous rage the other day. Like I, I was in bed and I was like, I fucking want to kill. Like I was just so angry at everything, yeah. like from yeah. minute one of my day. How yeah. do you like not be like that all the time? Like, how do you get away from that shit in your situation? I'm not. I'm not oh, okay. getting away from, I'm not. I'm not getting okay, away then. from it. I Fair like enough. I you don't understand. Like just before we started this, I I I got a, a, a bad email from my bank and I I dropped something and I couldn't figure out how to hook something up. And I like, I, I got so fucking angry. Right. I, I, I like, there was no, I couldn't verbal. I was I like the thought of texting you to be like, well, I'm not doing this today. Like literally five minutes before we were supposed to do it. Oh, totally. Like entered my head, but it was like I can't operate a phone right now. I'm so angry. <laughs> I get that though. I get that. I had that same thing when I was just doing some editing on my computer, and like my computer had been on for a while, and so like it was really slow to load. Like it's it, like Audacity froze up, and I just out loud to nobody was just like, "God damn it, dude! Like yeah. what the fuck? Like just so mad about just yeah. every like it's just the one thing. That's all. It, all it took. Yeah, I have like I so I, I have a partner. You know, I have a. Uh, 
uh, a girlfriend. Weird flex, uh, but okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. How's it feel to do this alone, idiot? It's uh, <laughs> great. It's great. I'm doing great. No, you're not. And I'm not either. Like, nobody is. But I like I like that. I have to control the, you know, the man thing. You know, right. the, the like we weren't raised with any kind of emotional processing capabilities. So our emotions are like self-destruction or outward destruction. <laughs> like it's totally. like I'm going to break, I'm going to punch a wall or I'm, I'm going to stuff it down until it erupts violently somewhere. Yeah. 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 Like you have to, uh, I've, I've been an angry person my whole life. Uh, and I've had to like keep that in check for a lot of, you know, and I, I don't know. I think I've learned some processing skills here and there, but Man, I don't know where I'm going with this. Like, maybe that's it. Maybe I just don't want to scare my partner. So I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not yeah, letting think, it out. And I think having someone there, like, like that's, you know, you're generally kind of just around all the time. to like, you know, talk about those things and like vent them. Cause you're, you're somebody who's, yeah, you, we, we both have experienced a bunch of rage issues, but you've, as you know, with rage, if you like give yourself some distance from the thing and like have a like intellectual conversation with somebody about the thing that's giving you rage, it makes the yeah. rage subside a bit. So having that yeah, you, probably helps. You allow yourself to feel it. And that's the other thing too, is that, yeah, I'm very lucky that I'm in this with somebody who I love and who I can communicate with. Like we are very good at talking to each other. Right. And we also are very good, like despite our place being very small, we are also very good at like compartmentalizing in the healthy way, you know, where it's like, I'm going to go over here and take my stuff here and I'm going to make minimize my noise or my disturbance into that other space that you're in right now. And we're very right, good like at maybe that. We need our space to de- decompress on our own. Yeah. And we're very, we're both very empathetic people. So we're trying to like help. We recognize in each other when it, something's up and we try to help. Uh, we're just great. You should all, um, everyone should be more like us. <laughs> um, celebrate us honestly today would be a good day for a holiday commemorating us in our relationship um if, if you have any uh friends that are good with metallurgy uh golden idols perhaps <laughs> yeah yeah golden idols will take uh blood sacrifices um <laughs> great works you know your your lyrical poems maybe ballads if sonnets the, yeah sonnets would be good but we need those we need the sonnets to be you know they need to be length, lengthy sonnets, not ju- none of this like three stanza shit. Like right, no, same this needs to be ballads. Yeah, ballads need we need several verses. Um, Something worthy of a, of a Greek uh, of a Greek Odyssey or yeah. Ulysses type. Yeah, an epic, an epic, an epic, really. an epic. Um, we need uh, also you can Venmo us. Um, <laughs> Oh, wait, know. the old ball and chains got you on a shared Venmo account now? You don't trust her? <laughs> no, no. Well, my wife knows everything I do on Venmo. If I if I charge something at a burger place on my Venmo, oh, I'm going to have an earful when I go home to that Jesus old broad. Christ. You know what's fucked up? Thank God comedy is dead. Because <laughs> that right there, that's a legit premise we would have heard seven times this week. Oh, my nice. God, yeah. Like, that's literally that's, that's from like, the, the, and not even from the same comic either. It'd be like three different guys with that shit. It'd be like five times at one of my open mics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's a weird thing that like I wasn't doing a whole lot of stand up before pandemic because of mental health issues and trying to work at, work on other stuff. But like I I'm realizing now that even though there's these Zoom shows happening, once we're able to actually do stand up stand up again, nobody's going to have a unique take on anything because everyone has experienced no. the same shit. And yeah. so it's going to be even before we start going to mics again, it's going to be like another six months before shit enough things have happened that people can write jokes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly think it's I, I don't know. I don't know if it's coming back, you know, like I, the clubs because, and shit are probably going to close. Yeah, already like, you know, less than a week into this thing, I think people were already comics were already on on the socials, you know. Being like, so when this is done, we're all in agreement. We don't talk about it on stage, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah but you're going to have nothing else to talk about. Yeah, like unless you fucking took a bunch of fucking DMT in your quarantine and had like an existential moment that has like given you this whole new perspective on life and you could just, you know, talk about, you know, uh, how Tinder be now, but it's different. Uh, <laughs> like, well, and the catch I, there is if you had done that, you would realize comedy is unimportant <laughs> and you wouldn't be doing it anymore. Yeah, you'd go volunteer. You know, like if you reach, <laughs> if you, yeah, exactly. If you reach enlightenment, you either fill the hole that you're trying to stuff with comedy or you realize that comedy isn't the thing to fill it. Fuck that. As somebody who has been trying to meditate during this shit, that really hit home, Andy. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't. It's it's the good kind. It's the good kind. kind. It makes sense to me though. Uh, It is a weird (laughs) thing. It is a weird thing. And then, uh, oh shit, I had another thing about that. Oh, the other thing that's fucking annoying, uh, God damn it, now that I'm thinking about it, I haven't even talked out loud about it to anybody, is that there's motherfuckers out there right now in this current climate in Los Angeles who are doing secret slotted mics in person. They're just like, fuck it. Like, I saw a couple being shared around. Like, like oh, there's like. like it's like this is the worst version <laughs> of Eyes Wide Shut. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're all showing up to somebody's fucking garage in your bird mask to talk about how your fucking dick sucks <laughs> oh my god i will Why? say though friend, friend of the show nadav fleischer went to one of those slotted sign-up sheets and just signed up as every slot with a different version of gallagher uh, <laughs> so so i respect that shout out to nadav that's the worst thing though because not only is it like you see all these things being shared from the anti-maskers who are like my nails or my hair but it's like literally breaking quarantine to go to an open mic is like a hat on a hat of absolutely the worst of two things like it's all of the worst stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like it already wasn't helpful right right it's like and now it, you're <laughs> like yeah it's i respect the guy I think at my grocery store today more than I would respect a comic <laughs> that is going to one of those mics. Like he, you know, he gave you a courtesy tug on his bandana. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, he got a sponge. It's not like that sponge is going to be used for something. It's, it's not like not he was like, buying kazoo's or something. <laughs> yeah, it's not like this guy who's like, yeah. First of all, like mics in LA weren't helpful to begin with. Like you're not getting better at these mics. <laughs> a lot of the time that's very true uh as a lot of the time that's absolutely true a lot yeah. of the time it's a social thing which i get that like i get like you know why people come to yeah, my yeah, mic yeah, yeah. they like yeah. to hang out and drink but it's like 
okay, well, these mics, most of us were using them as an excuse to drink or whatever. Some of us were, you know, constantly trying to improve and stuff, and that's fine. But like the kind of people who would go to a mic right now when everyone's supposed to be inside are the kind of people who didn't use mics for the right thing in the first place. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, the, it's the kind of people who literally have nothing else. And it's like, yeah, okay, it's sad. And I hope you fix yourself. But also, I kind of just hope you die. Like, I kinda, <laughs> like, I'm kind of over it. I'm kind of over the like, oh, I want you to get better. No, like, you are a problem. Yeah, every time I every time I see one of those fucking protest photos uh, and like of all these fucking guys whose ears are part of their fucking shoulder, you know, (laughs) like, like I just like scary about that is that they're gonna start making sense to people, like yeah, because it's not like, I mean, the one Jesus Christ, I don't know, I can't, I'm not as magical as Adam is, I can't predict things that are going to just happen. Oh, but right. like, and especially now with all the different variables that are going on, but like, yeah, you know, part of me was like, Oh, Democrats are going to have to step up and actually start introducing some legislation that, that is going to help people or these fucking astroturfed Karens asking for, you know, everything to reopen so they can get their nails done and and get, you know, and feel like, hey, I'm here, I'm family at Olive Garden. Yeah, they want to go and, out and be rude to their servers again in public. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They literally they want they just want the ability to ask to speak with a manager. <laughs> it's not fun to talk to in the manager person. over the phone. Yeah, I don't want to well, talk to him over the you phone. Don't you don't understand psychic vampires don't actually feed through the phone. Like you can't it's not the same. <laughs> you have to be it is a physical – when they gather your life force from you and leech off of it, they, they, it's a physical phenomenon. They have to be within – at least they have to be able to look into your eyes as they die. Yeah, dude. Of course. Like I've always said, it's let the right one in, not answer the right one's call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really thought you were going to be like, not let the right Steve in. And I, and I was, <laughs> It's Adam and Eve, not I was, Adam, I was, the assistant manager at Chili's. <laughs> I just like I, so these people asking for this. It's like yeah, like it's going to start making sense to people that can't pay rent because they can't work, right? But, but I didn't count on the like fuck it, let's just do it anyway. Yeah, like, I didn't count on that being the thing that happens. So it's like, well, it's not going to get to make sense now because right. everybody yeah. that has to go back to work is just going to be killed by this irresponsibility now or be yeah, hospitalized. There's like, no way the, to there's no way to make it work like it's fucked in both regards. Yeah. Yeah, and this is and this is how we get back to I don't deal with my anger. I just I I don't know, it's weird. I don't Well, you got to express it and I think you're doing that pretty good. So it probably yeah. is going to help a little bit at least. <laughs> well, yeah, but I also like I I have to stay off social media. I can't get on Twitter. I'm like deleting everything I post now because yeah, someone that's... will Someone will be like, what? And I'm like, ah, now I'm a piece of shit. Oh, this is a thing that I also maybe brought up in the intro, but like I had a moment like that. Uh, I've learned the like I'm trying to stay off social media also. And I'm also trying to not like when I post a thing and people comment, I try really hard to not engage. Like even if it's not like the most like like trolly thing, like I posted a thing about, you know, the most recent black person who got shot to death. Uh, 
just like a thing of like, hey, listen to your, uh, you know, black friends and like shut up for like 24 hours or share their thoughts and just maybe don't yeah. say anything for 24 hours. And I said POC in the post and just some old white guys just like, what's POC? And I don't know if he was trying to be a shithead or if he just genuinely didn't know. And I, I was just like, I don't know. Yeah, I think so, too, because he's uh, from, you know, uh, Ventura County area. So I was just like. I was like, I don't, but I can't, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, like, oh, it's person of color. Like, what do you want? Dude, Google something. Like, I yeah, get Google why it. people of yeah. color are frustrated as fuck by this shit, like, to an yeah. extent. Like, well, I yeah, just I have been to not engage. They've been their entire lives. And now, yeah, literally, like, their existence. Yeah, yeah. They have oh to, they have to be like, okay, here's why uh, it's messed up that uh you know that this keeps happening here's why institutional racism exists like i i, I shouldn't have to do this this is a thing that exists it's it's on the news <laughs> yeah yeah but it's, so i guess it's, yeah just staying away from social media has is, is been helping me a little bit i've been like you know just trying to keep myself productive and watch a lot of twilight zone and shit <laughs> yeah well it's a good show it is. Although I will say, as we go in for the close here, as one thing I wanted to bring up, uh, as I've been going, I'm about 10 episodes into the first season mm-hmm. right now, Andy, and I know you love Twilight Zone. Oh, it's like my favorite thing ever. It's incredible. I've only seen some of these episodes before, so I'm really liking going through all of them. But mo- 90% of the episodes I've watched so far are about just a lonely man. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. There's it's a lot devastating. Of- <laughs> there's a lot of just lonely men. There's like, I think, four or five different episodes of like a lonely man who's like successful in like business in some right. way being yeah. like called back to an idyllic small town. Yeah. That was, what I just watched that. That was uh, a walking, walking distance, distance probably. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's like three more of those. <laughs> Great. Great. In, in the next four or five seasons you've got to go. Um, so far, probably the most brutal one was the one I can't remember the name of the episode, but it was the one on the asteroid, the prisoner on the asteroid who uh, has yeah. no human contact with anybody. And then he gets like a realistic, uh, Android friend who's like, you know, yeah. an actual living, thinking thing, and they just take him away from her. It's, I'm just like, God damn it, everything's, yeah. everything's lonely. <laughs> Savage. Yeah, it's, it's a really, um, it's a fucked up show, man. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up, but it's, it's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. And there's a lot of it that's kind of like, uh, you know, prescient or whatever. And a lot of hundred percent, like, you know, very up, but I, there's also a lot of it. that's just like, Hey, this is just fun. This is magic. Like this is a, we're doing a little fun thing here. Yeah. The and pigs I've are doctors. Tr- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I think that's more of like a prescient one. I actually don't remember. I just remember that reference. I haven't even seen that episode yet. So oh, I don't oh. uh, I had the beholder is that episode. It's really, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Uh, the one that I, the one that I think speaks to what you're talking about is like the one uh, with the, the old West one where fate intervenes to teach two guys a lesson about oh. dueling pistols. Uh, yeah, yeah that's shit. That's shit. That's one just kind of like, Hey, fun, magic fate. And then like, you know, you learned a lesson. It's not a, it's not about how society is going to collapse. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just about like, Hey, here's a human truth packaged in an entertaining way. And I've been doing mostly that kind of stuff. I don't understand these fucking maniacs, by the way, like (laughs) two weeks into this thing. We're like, like I'm in a bunch of horror groups, obviously. And there's like folks being like, what's your favorite pandemic horror movie? And it's like, crazy. What is it? No, (laughs) watch Frankenstein for fuck's sake. (laughs) Escape. (laughs) Yeah. Watch the, get your head out of this for a minute because it's too, it's too much. 
Dude, I went I I can do like the, I went the full opposite where I went through like a full week and a half where I just watched the cheeriest musicals I could find. Like yeah, it was just yeah, all yeah, musicals, yeah. man. Like across the universe I've watched 3 times in this pandemic so far. <laughs> and I'm not joking. I got a fucking poster from Adam Cousins the other day too. Uh, like Oh wow. An across yeah. the universe poster. Yeah, signed by the cast. Thank you, Adam. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he used to uh, this Did is he not direct across the universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he gave up Hollywood to do stand up uh, in weird clubs like Zanies. Uh, yeah, no, he loves he loves to do the uh, the comedy club at the Mall of America. Uh, it's way <laughs> right more fulfilling than telling stories through film. <laughs> Especially working with incredibly talented uh, singers and actors and everything. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, it does just, make sense. He is very good at comedy. So yeah, he is very. Adam, Adam Cousins is hilarious. Adam, yeah. People should go check out his Dry Bar comedy special. I'm not. I don't know how to find it, but you know, just Google shit. You know, figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. Just shout Adam Cousins out your window, and something will happen. Yeah, that'll be our version of uh, our version of uh, the people in Italy uh, like playing music loudly on their balconies yeah. and everyone's uniting. We're just going to be screaming, "Follow at KB Anderson, yo!" <laughs> <laughs> Sparkon. So, so wait, I-, I need to know how you got this across the universe poster from Adam Cousins. Uh, I went to his place. I had my mask on. I res- went to his garage. He handed it to me. And we stayed six feet away, and I left. Okay, cool, cool. How did he get it? What? Uh, Oh, he got it because, and this is just for, I mean, this is, nobody cares at this point, but he used to work for a company that was doing like a lot of promotional like Uh, like stuff for it when it was, when it came out. So he got all these little, he said he has like tons of these posters for different movies from like (laughs) 2007 or whatever. Oh, 2007. That's a good year. Uh, That was a great year. I was, uh, I was a junior in high, no, I was a senior in high school and uh, I just got my dick wet. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I just remember the beginning of 2007 was when I got my dick wet. Why do you say it? Don't say it like that. <laughs> uh, this is just a test to see if anybody uh, got through that Adam Cousins anecdote. Uh, and it's still I, just think I, w- I was like, so you went swimming in 2007. Yeah, that's what I meant. I went, that was the first okay. time I went swimming. Yeah. I, I moved to LA in 2007. That's really? How, yeah. Yeah. I moved here in 2013 and I remember the first time I my first memory of meeting you was at the Liquid Zoo and you were so uh, drunk that you were just laughing up against a wall and slowly sliding down to a sitting <laughs> position. You know, this is the problem with being that kind of an alcoholic is you <laughs> don't know you have a problem until it's way too late. Yeah, because like, you just think you're hella fun. Yeah, well, when you have friends that when you're like, you tell your friends, like, I don't know, I think I'm an alcoholic. And they're like, yeah, nah, it's not a big deal. You don't hit anybody. You're always <laughs> yeah. people. You laugh all the time. You're fun. Yeah, who, care, who cares how you feel in the I morning? Like, I like you better when you're like this. And you're funnier when you're drunk. Oh, my God. If you've ever told a comic that they're funnier when they're drunk, I I hope you get this fucking virus. Jeff, like, Jeff May told me I was way better at comedy on Coke at my first PUI on <laughs> oh, Coke. Okay. All right. That makes sense because it's, you know, Coke, it's Coke. really does like, does make you way funnier. <laughs> if you've got a brain for comedy, cocaine makes you a fucking savant. And that is just facts. <laughs> uh, so do Coke, everybody. That's the thing dude, we want to leave you with more, here. No, Okay. Hold on. All right. <laughs> Couple things. Musicals. Have you seen the musical Cabin in the Sky? No. You got to see it. Okay. It's great. I watched uh, uh, I watched uh, 
what did I watch? I watched uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. That was oh, good. That's yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, that shit rocked. Yeah, true stories. It's kind of a musical. Kind of. Yeah. Well, we've really uh, lost steam here, so we're. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying. And, no, Andy, I would love guy. to. Send me a list of thing of musicals because Joe K and I are actually maybe going to be doing a podcast where he teaches me about musicals. So, oh, that's uh, wonderful! Uh, I like that. yeah, uh, and you could we could definitely get you on an episode to uh, to bring something to the table for sure. If you've got if you've got some shit in your craw, as it were. Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, absolutely. But we're going in for the close here, Andy. Thank you so much for <laughs> chatting with me. <laughs> what? Yeah, no. I, like- <laughs> I don't know. This is uh, this is a treat. I don't know how to interact with people anymore. No, you're doing great, man. This was great. I, it was great to hear your voice and talk to you, buddy. I miss you. Yeah, likewise. I miss you too. I I, I miss I miss seeing you at your mic. Right. Uh, Ooh. That's it. That's it. That's where the list ends. Uh, Shots no, fired. Kidding. Everybody else in the North I Hollywood miss, scene. I miss seeing Joe and Jessica and Eric and. Uh, Uh-oh. sure. Some other people that that go there. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, of course. Yeah, I miss. I miss. I miss. I miss it. I also, you know, I can't fucking be around it every week. I understand? get it. Well, um, let's do a Google Hangout sometime with some of the people I've been doing Google Hangouts with. Yeah, I'll bring in my action figures. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got Stretch Armstrong. Well, his arms stretch <laughs> to next week. Oh, whoa. Um, Andy, where can people find you on social media if they aren't already following you and if you continue to even post and not just delete it? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I still post. You're still going to get some gems like every time I get mad and drive to Arby's. Oh, yeah. Oh, that right. that's the one that did it, by the way. Full circle. That's oh, the yeah. tweet that got me uh, riled up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, because the guy in the in the parking lot that was like throwing a fit about how they wouldn't let him in the lobby. Like the right. Arby's lobby. First of all, Arby's lobby. Come on. Lobby? Come on. I mean, uh, I love I love a, di- a fine dining experience as much as the next guy. But, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm really glad I went to Arby's that day. I'm not going to lie. That was that was a fucking lifesaver. Um, I mean, they have the meats. They have the meats. <laughs> so and Andy underscore cell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go ahead. And Andy underscore cell. And uh, I think that's all of my my things. I think that's yeah. the Twitter. I think that's the Instagram. I mean, Hell Facebook. Yeah gives a shit i'm not adding you <laughs> i'm not i don't need yeah. any more facebook validation oh yeah I'll, I, uh, need, you... I will say i have found facebook to be a lot more peaceful of a place to be lately than twitter twitter's the worst yeah twitter's uh, the worst one instagram's probably the yeah. best yeah. instagram's yeah, mostly obviously. like pets and 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 like you know food and just like pictures which are usually pretty uh apolitical yeah yeah it's okay buddy you're fine don't worry about it uh as for me everybody at kb anderson yo of course at bleak pod to follow this podcast hey go check out the bleak and review patreon i'm sure i've already promoted it like three times already but patreon.com slash bleak and review extra episodes bonus silly content shout outs high fives virtually big hugs virtually Big sneezes in your mouth virtually. Everything. We got it all, baby. Andy, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I, will, uh, I will talk to you soon, bud. Let's, let's chat again soon. Yeah, we'll text. We'll text. Him. Yeah, that's all I can handle. We'll, all right. All right yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
For more Bleak and Review content every week, go on over to patreon.com slash bleak and review, and you'll get free hugs.